What's good, everyone? How you doing? James Hicks here with another episode, H&M Live. This is where we, we get into it. We talk to folks that are out there making a change, making a difference, doing something exciting with their lives. And I tell you what, you got a treat coming at you here in a second. <laughs> Zoe Berghoff, someone who I, I met a number of months ago. Uh, she works for one of the fitness organizations that... I was affiliated with, and then I, I was backsliding a little bit. So I think that she kicked me off of the, off of the squad. We might talk about that too, but, um, <laughs> she's a, she's a personal finance and Airbnb host and coach. Uh, so we began coaching others after applying the same habits, uh, and, and steps in her own life, showing young adults, the impact and importance of investing in their future and how it can change the direction of the opportunities in their life. I really love just just that opening statement, right? She's focused on the young adults, focused on young individuals. So there were some asks for this particular conversation within the community, which is why I'm bringing Zoe to you today. Uh, she speaks from experience as it relates to all the possibilities of owning your finances, owning your investments, being financially smart, being able to take that money, make it grow and things of that nature. So we're going to chop it up a little bit. If you've got any questions for Zoe, not for me. She, she's the expert here, right? I'm not even going to be on camera much, but please put him to her. If you're watching us live, that would be amazing. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Zoe Berghoff, how you living? Hello, guys. I'm so excited to be here. I appreciate you for, for taking the time to, to come and chop it up with the community for a little bit. A very relevant couple of co topics that we're, we're going to dive in. But before we do that, I'd be remiss if I didn't let you tell the folks your story. Who is Zoe Burgoff? Yeah, so I am, like James said, a personal finance and Airbnb coach, and I only coach from experience, so I've done it myself, and that's why I started coaching others. So I started owning my finances when I was in college, and I saw the habits and skills I was doing actually working and create net worth that was beyond what most had at 22, 23 years old. And then we started Airbnb about a year and a half ago. And I started seeing interest and people wanted to know about it. It's a new industry and not a lot of people are talking about how to get into it, what the management looks like, what the payouts look like and what the time is. So I personally coach and consult with those looking to own their personal finances better and also invest in Airbnb for the long term. 
Y'all heard that, right? Look, I'm just going to pause right there, right? Just to talk about first the age, right? Someone at, at your young age who's got it dialed in, right? Knowing, knowing what's important in terms of owning your own property, owning and being in front of your finances, that, that's incredibly important. And first of all, as, be, as me being the old season guy here on, on the camera, I want to applaud <laughs> you for, for make, making those moves early on. Uh, Thank you. Let, let me ask you, though, what, what is the why? You know, what, what is it that, of the why mm -hmm. that got you started focusing on investing, focused on entrepreneurship, you know, as, as opposed to doing other things and, and going other avenues and other forks in the road? Why did you feel that that was important for, for someone like you at such an early time? Yeah, I really don't think when I started, I realized what it was going to become, which, you know, everyone starts mm. like that, I think. So I my mom was an accountant growing up she always talked numbers she always talked money so money was not a foreign thing in our household i was very used to hearing about it and talking about it but i did know subconsciously that i didn't want to have to worry about it and i didn't want it to become a stress in my life and you can really implement key habits and skills at a young age that will keep money out of a stressor as your life. And that's what I started doing. I just started tracking my expenses when I was 19, which most 19 year olds are not doing that. But it was purely out of interest. No one told me to do it. I just was like, I wonder how much I cost to live. Um, and that kind of just skewed into watching YouTube videos and blogs and reading finance books that could teach you that people weren't talking about, you know, more things that anyone was willing to share your friends and your family aren't the ones talking about money. It's those who are coaching others and writing books on it. So I think it really stemmed to my why was I wanted to do it for myself and create financial stability independently as myself. And people started asking me, you know, well, what about this credit card? Why should I do this mm. one? What about this high yield savings account? So every you know, coaching consultation I offer is because there was a demand for it. And people started coming to me and asking me for it. And I started providing it. And it stemmed into the Airbnb world where a lot of the things I share on TikTok is Airbnb related. And people wanted to know how to get started, how to manage their own property better than they were. And consultations became available at that point. Yeah. So my why was I was doing it for myself, but I saw others wanted to know how to do it. And I love helping others in their journey as well. I, I love I love that. So during the day, that TV behind me is locked in on CNBC. So so I, I'm right there with you. Right. Me and and Kelly Evans and and John Ford, we, we get along real well right there on, on that screen. But I love the fact, again, that you're focusing on your generation and focusing on making them self-sufficient from a financial perspective. I follow you on all the social platforms too. And what you're doing on TikTok, besides when you're, you know, you're out there enjoying life, traveling to Tahiti and, and Monte, all, all that good stuff. You're doing, you're living, but you're incredibly engaging. And tell me why you think it matters that you're posting this type of content to TikTok, to Instagram, because I, I have my reasonings and my rationale for it, but you seem to have it dialed in, right? In terms of the messages that, that you're putting out and, and, and the uh, usage of technology. Talk to us a little bit about why you're using social media to spread your message. Yeah, so I have worked in social media for a number of years. So I am familiar with what it does for brands and why that awareness is necessary. When it comes to my own social media, I truly share what I wish someone else was sharing. I talk about things that no one else is talking about that I know of. I share tips and tricks that I wish I knew when we started Airbnb. Um, I share things that 
when I was 21 or 20, I wish I saw once upon a time on my scrolling feed. So I really listen to my audience and the people that follow me, which I'm so grateful for. Um, and I provide them the content they're asking for rather than what I think they want to see. I let them tell me what they want to see, which is kind of the course of how my entire business has come about. People asked about financial, like financials and coaching them. So I created a course for that. People started asking me about Airbnb more in depth than I could explain in a 60 second TikTok. So I started consulting with people on a 30 minute basis or to an hour basis. So it really starts with providing them things that they're asking for and they can't find elsewhere. So there's a little master class right there in content creation as well, right? Taking yourself out of the equation and giving your community what it is that they want, right? Because you, you could post whatever it is that you want to, right? Whatever is important to you. But if yep. your community didn't want to hear it, then didn't think it was important. Yeah, you, know, you wouldn't have the engagement, the, the influence and, and, the, and the following that you have. So that, that's pretty cool too, that, that you know that piece, right? From a content creation and delivery perspective, to take, take ourselves out of it. And, and it's really the, the, the audience and the community that makes more sense. Um, I want to dive into some of the best practices, may, maybe some, uh, ideas that you have. And let's, let's start with, with finance and then we'll, we'll go and kind mm -hmm. of into Airbnb, but I guess what are the kind of the, the biggest challenges that you see people put in front of themselves when it comes to finance and investing? Yeah. So the biggest issue I would say I come across and it's hundred percent okay because I didn't do it forever either, but people don't know how much they cost to live. And that can be a big flaw because if you don't know how much you cost to live, you don't know how much of a salary you need to accept. You don't mm. know how much you need to negotiate. You don't know how much you need to save for your emergency savings account because that consists of three to six months of your living expenses. So it really comes down to the basics of people don't want to look at the numbers face to face and they're afraid of what that's going to look like. And I promise everyone I work with, they say like, I track my credit card expenses and I have an idea of how much I cost. And I say, you know, that's great. And then let's put it into an expense tracker for 30 days. And every single person is absolutely shocked at what they cost. Yeah. And it's not to shame you on what you're buying. It's not to shame you on how much you cost, but you need to be realistic with this number. If you think you only cost 2000, but you cost four, there's going to be a lot of variables that come into play in the future that will become an issue of yours. So that is something I preach with personal finances and going into the Airbnb world, I track our Airbnb expenses the exact same way I track my personal expenses. Okay. And if you can't keep track of a hundred dollars, you can't keep track of a hundred thousand dollars. It's just wow. the way it is. You have to start small. So who knew that when I started tracking my expenses at 19, that it would come into play with an Airbnb business to make sure we're profiting every month. Our expenses are being covered by what the Airbnb is bringing in. So that is something that it's cross paths in both personal finance and Airbnb, but it is as simple as an Excel sheet that tracks how much you cost in 30 days. Folks well, always said, if you can't track yourself at a hundred dollars, how are you going to track yourself at a hundred thousand dollars? She, she's coming here, dropping gems. We only been talking for 10 minutes, people. So I, I hope you're getting some value from this conversation. I see a lot of people watching from the different social networks. So look, if you got questions, she is today subject matter expert. And, and I'm taking notes of, of this as well. Um, the wealth masterclass, 
is mm-hmm. is that something that that is still available to 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 folks to sign up for? Yes, it is. So it is open enrollment. Um, I do have anyone who applies for the Wealth Masterclass. We jump on a quick ten minute call because I want to make sure what I offer and provide is actually fitting along with your future goals and what you're looking for. I would never work with someone that doesn't need me or has things figured out or could go to another coach elsewhere and they would do better. So the Wealth Masterclass is 12 weeks. We work together. We do personal calls. We go through your expenses. You get free resources to work with. So things are half done for you. And you do you get weekly modules with myself, um, video, text, actionable takeaways. So everything that I did in four years is condensed into 12 weeks for you. So it's definitely a time saver. Um, And I've worked with a handful of people that are in college, graduated, just accepted a salary job, getting married, have multi, you know, passive incomes, multiple incomes in their household. And they all take different takeaways from it. And you know, it's a, it's amazing. It's my favorite part that of what I do is talking and working with the actual individuals on a biweekly and monthly basis. Love it. Love it. And let me, I guess let me ask this because I, cause I don't want to assume, cause I, I know your, your focus is on, 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 on younger folks, but is, is this open? Anyone can, can old 51 year old yeah. guy like, like my still sign up for this. <laughs> yeah. So I actually have um, a few clients I work with who you know, have been married, have been divorced, have kids, they're trying to rework their single life expenses and what that looks like. So I feel very, yeah, yeah, I feel like honored and grateful that people feel that they can come to me with this open information, everything is confidential. And we work together. And it's really cool to see the different takeaways. Some people take mindset takeaways, some people have debt plans that they can actually achieve within the year. So there's a lot of we don't just talk money, we don't just talk mindset. It's a you know, two in one duo. I love it. I love it. Mr. <laughs> Allen's got to see, there we go. Teenage daughters listening. I will make sure to have your content and your, uh, your links in the, in the show notes. So folks can reach out to you for sure. Let, let's go into some of the, the, the Airbnb host and coach mm-hmm. types of activities, because I'm just, I'm per so selfishly, I'm completely interested in that because what, what I've seen you do in, in the short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm spying on you. Well, not spying on you, but I follow you because we work together, but, but yeah. I I'm intrigued by what it is that you've done in such a short period of time. Right. And, and been able to not flip them, but, you know, turn them into viable investments and also locations for, for people. So talk to a little bit about what you're doing with Airbnb. Yeah, so we started Airbnb a year and a half ago. And I always like to tell people it literally started with a simple idea of we were living in a unique glamping experience. And we traveled on the weekends because we love to hike and travel. And we had the simple idea of we should put this on Airbnb for the weekends when we're gone. So we opened it up from Thursday to Sunday. And if someone booked it, we moved out of the place and we just traveled like we would anyways, but someone was now paying for our travels or paying for the cost to live in that place for that month. So within two weeks, we had bookings come through, which we were then realizing, okay, now what do we do to Airbnb manage? We started with a simple idea. We didn't have the tips and tricks we know now. We don't have, we didn't have the tips and tricks I now share with people who are getting started, which would have been very beneficial. Um, so a lot of these things we had to learn the hard way and it took a year and a half to do. 
Um, about six months in to the first Airbnb property, we then put up the second one, which the two together have surpassed what we ever expected. It has replaced like what a full-time income would produce. And the workload is truly one to five hours a week. I know it's like hard to believe, but it really does not require that much work, but it pays out like you're working full-time for most. You know. What I see you do, you know, you're doing most of the time just cleaning up after folks leave. Right. But and, you know, there's always cash and checks, folks. And this, this is reality. This is not one of those things that folks can't achieve and folks can't do. And, and I, I really wanted to have you someone again, your demographic in here talking about it, because there there is no stopping us. Right. There, there There's no reason for us not being able to, to move forward. And if, if our dream is to be an entrepreneur, if our dream is to own property to be financially sound, like those kinds of things. I'm really loving just the lens that we have right now here by right? you, you and me talking and I'm, I'm looking for your properties on Airbnb, but I want to make sure that if I pull them up, it doesn't show that you're a bad host or you're, you're, you're a good host, right? I don't, I don't want to get any bad reviews. If I, if I looked it up, where, where, where should I go? If I looked at Airbnb, good, good to see yeah, you, JB. Um, I, I see you brother. I'm, I'm, hey, if, you, if you're looking for financial coaching or, or an Airbnb hosting coach, Zoe is your person here. Yes, I sure. am. I'm going to put um, you yeah. on the spot here, okay? I'm going to put you on the spot. Here we go. Where should I go? Um, So you can go to, it is Glenwood Springs, and you're going to have to open probably dates in November. So we're going to have to do November because we are probably booked in October. I love that. Keep keep talking. I'm, we're already booked, right? So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah so just yeah just like a random three days in november there you go that'll work okay um and where am i going glenwood springs colorado would be correct the last time i was going somewhere i was going to vegas that what's what's up with that oh my god yeah (laughs) (laughs) yep there you go and then you're gonna want to do six because the home will fit six so it should show you i heard the correct home we're playing the name of the game with airbnb you know you never know where you're gonna show up (laughs) So scroll down and I will tell you which one to stop at. Keep going. Keep going. Let's see what's on November 15th. Keep going. So we're seeing, you know, Superhost. You can see some of these houses have 20, 70, hundreds of reviews. So that's, this is, you know, some tips and tricks with Airbnb is your reviews are going to have a big part in regards to how you perform and where you show up on the page. Um, also, you know, there's a ton of variables that decide how you show up and what you show up for who, but keep going. I'm gonna see, we're on like the outskirts of town, so I'm gonna see if it's a- And talk to us like, a little bit see. about that classification of super hosts versus someone who doesn't have that. Is it just the more times folks have reserved that property or is it based on yeah. reviews and things of like that? Yeah, so Superhost can depend um, for a few variation of reasons. So your res- here we are the fire. <laughs> no, it's not. Is that what? Hold on. Wait, wait a minute, y'all. <laughs> let's 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 dive into this right here. <laughs> Luxury getaway with vibrant fall. Go, girl, watch yourself now. Okay, hold on. <laughs> yep, here we go. Um, yeah, some tip that I like to share, I'll go back to the super host, but we like to share additional photos, not just of the home, but what you can do in the area. Um, you know, as fun as 60 photos of a single house are to look at, to actually show people what there is to do in the area is super beneficial. And I actually have a lot of people ask us like, where is this at? How far is this from the home? How do I get here? So I think it just shows 
you know, multiple peaks of interest and they're not just going to sit at the house all day long during this day. True. So you got to give them something else to do. True. Uh, but... Um, but super go ahead no I, i'm still just just checking out the, these photos of, of what i'm seeing you because know, because you, you grabbed me there and so again you you know social media you know social marketing and you know advertising because of all the other pictures which were terrible i yeah. definitely wanted to stop on this one right here so I'm, I'm glad you said that this was the one to, to be at so yeah yeah photos are everything we have definitely learned that over a year and a half like every time i spot a new opportunity to take updated photos or get our cleaners to take photos, I do. And I also like to, I've been sharing this with um, some of my followers, but updating those photos every season. So showing someone January, middle of winter photos is not going to help a July vacation book. You know, they have absolutely no idea what it looks like right now, what they can expect. Um, this strategy right here, seen enjoy during your stay on us. So this is something you do with an airbnb listing all of these things are in the photos you'll see a tv you'll see wi-fi is available yeah, yeah. you'll see a mug but people need to be reiterated multiple times as to what you're providing and the value you're bringing so these were new touches we did a few months ago showing people how far they are from things and also showing people what we provide on us to show them what they're getting for their booking right oh that's nice okay um yeah. And the super host status depends on how quick you are to respond to messages. So a response time as an Airbnb host is super important. Um, also, it's going to depend on four plus average star reviews. So you want to, those reviews are reality. They are something you need. You're going to have to prioritize how you're going to get good star reviews, which I can touch on, but it's just the name of the game. You know, you have to look at the reviews and they are a reality and people will actually leave more reviews than we've ever expected. Airbnb does a great job at reminding you to leave a review every time you have a stay. Um, and you also wanna work on that cancellation rate. So you don't want to ever have to cancel a stay, which this is actually the reason why we don't have super host status because I, over a year ago we did cancel a stay and because of that cancel we now have like a two percent cancellation rate and it needs to be under one percent and you do the probability you need a certain handful of bookings to get under that two percent one percent so i'm just dealing with that now but um yeah it's well, using all of the features airbnb provides is key with your listing i'll tell you what I, we've got folks that are chiming in talking about they, they're coming in the area hitting aspen this this february going to need to see what's available does it come with the wine asking for the wife justin yeah no we are probably 45 minutes from there so if you don't want to pay the aspen price but you want the aspen views we're definitely your house um we definitely prioritize the views you know that's the selling point of the home that's what you're paying for. It's one of the best views you're going to find in within our radiuses. So if you ever want to stay, that's that's us. We're nearby. Right and the there. wine I'll provide. <laughs> well, I, I saw what, what was it? You were giving free Starbucks coffee bar. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that caught my eye too there. So I'm an early morning guy. I will definitely take advantage of that. I'm already talking like I'm staying there, right? So I'm, I'm going to be booking places right here. Uh, Montel is saying here, how do we acquire Airbnb properties and where is an ideal affordable property to purchase? Excellent question. Mm -hmm. So that is a great question. There's actually, you know, multiple ways to get into Airbnb and how you're going to acquire that home. So is it going to look like it's your first home and you're going to do that traditional loan with 20% down? Is this going to be your second home where you need to prove that it's a vacation home? So you'll be there for three 
months out of the year to make it you know legal for them there is also a lot of tips and tricks you can use to find what area you're interested in and what's going to produce that ROI. So I do suggest a few, and I wish these were sponsored, but they're not, a few resources. Um, AirDNA is going to show you the average rental rates in each area, which is being pulled from Airbnb and VRBO or Verbo, whichever one you want to call it. And that is helpful for you because seeing those average nightly rates for a town such as Aspen and a town such as Nashville, um, you are going to be able to see what is that average rate I'm going to be able to book around and also what is the price difference to invest in those two areas. You can also look on, it's a site called Mashvisor and Mashvisor is going to show you homes for sale and what the projected income on Airbnb they're going to produce, which wow. is okay. mind blowing that they can provide that. But you know, they could be providing from past financial statements they have or using data they have in the area. But you can literally now search to buy homes and get an idea of what you're going to be able to put and, you know, receive an income in a year with Airbnb. So these are two sites that are super helpful for locations. I always tell people have five to 10 locations you'd be willing to own and buy in mm -hmm. because having that one area you know you it might just not be the best investment for your roi in a business decision so be open-minded to multiple areas and go to the airbnb website you know actually use the source that you're going to be booking on and hosting on and look at these different areas if you're looking at nashville first gatlinburg tennessee what is the average type of home and you know, I looked at one time a town in um, Tennessee and every house was a 20 person lodge. I personally don't wow. want to own a 20 person lodge yeah. like that screams insurance liability issues. So I that was a great way for me to be like, you know, this town is probably doing great for others, but I personally don't think I want to own here. And if every competition is 15 to 20 person houses, buying a four person apartment townhouse is not going to probably be the biggest benefit. So use the actual Airbnb platform to your benefit. You can get a lot of pricing insight on this. You can get insights on the type of homes. Do they offer pools, hot tubs, views, you know, amenities near town? These are all things that will help you do initial research to make that good investment. Awesome. I'm seeing folks know me. See, my, my family's on and, and they know that I, I do like to travel and I, we, I would prefer to do like an Airbnb than a standard hotel or something. So uh, I'm going to see if I can get the friends and family. Well, well, we'll talk about that after the show, but um, come, come, <laughs> come stay at, the, at, at Zoe's spot and I'll, I'll try not to tear it up or anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let me let me ask about. Um, Again, just the old the day to day management activities mm -hmm. of again the, owning the properties, uh, property management. Do you do it all yourself for the for the places that that you own? What's again a good good method for for managing all of that for someone who would be coming in after you, someone new coming into into the field? Yeah, so it's good to think about what type of management you want to provide as an Airbnb host. And you can kind of get that idea based on your time and availability. Mm. So do you want to, some people, they're like, I don't ever want to talk to a guest. Like this is a business, whoever manages it, they do it. We, per, I do suggest if you do the management for the first one to six months, you are going to learn the most about your home, what the guests want, what you should renovate, what you should add to your home. You need to know your business in and out better than anyone else. Like no one should know it better than yourself. So the management we do 
full-time management for two properties for our homes and it literally takes one to five hours a week i mean some you know creating the listing might take an hour and a half but you only do that one time updating the photos might take 40 minutes but you only update them every four times a year during the seasons changing so it really is not a big workload um what you want to be aware of as an airbnb host is those inquiries and guest issues come at the most random times and you will never be able to predict when they come so we've landed off a flight and someone was calling us um you know 10 p.m on a saturday i can't find the house how do i check in those are the realities as a host that you're gonna have those issues that you have to deal with it's not a nine to five monday through friday job but for the payout airbnb provides and how little of work you really have to do once you automate your process i've never seen a job or a side hustle compared to it but we do have a cleaning team we work with so when we aren't in the area we pay them a fixed rate to clean the homes do any little maintenance we do try to visit the homes every three or four months just to check in on things and if we are in the area or you're looking to purchase in your town you know that will save an expense on a monthly basis by cleaning for yourself um, but if you are looking to really do this from anywhere in the world or a location, there are tons of people that can help your Airbnb team. So you don't have to be the one doing it. I love that. I, I, I liken what you, a statement that you made as well, back to us as content creators, um, automating your process, right? Because again, if you, if you're trying to do everything manually and you're, and you're just haphazard running around like, like a chicken with your head cut off, you're not, you're not able to scale. Right. And, yeah. and if you've got a team behind you, don't try to do it all by yourself. If you got a team behind you, if you got your processes in place, if you got those spreadsheets where you, where you got all your expenses, you know, the, your debits and credits listed properly, then you know where you're doing, you know where you are and you know where you're going. So I, I love the fact mm -hmm. that you stated that it, it's something that could could be assumed, but it's good to for you to actually actually state that. Um, you mentioned you had another property. Where, where is that at? Is that also in, in Colorado as well? It is. So we chose to have, you know, two are in the same state. We are looking to expand a third out of Colorado. So we are, I do encourage people when you are looking to buy an Airbnb property, at the end of the day, it is your home and mm. hopefully you get to enjoy it. So if, unless this is a complete business proposition, I, and we, and I would suggest that you look in areas you actually want to visit yourself. And we will be doing that for the third property. We look at areas that we actually enjoy going to, but we know there's a demand for others to visit. And there's also the idea of Airbnb with glamping and traditional homes. So a glamping home may require way less of initial investment. Um, and it can produce pretty similar to what a traditional home will you know also produce which is pretty crazy for the difference of investment levels when you start out so we will probably go down that route but you do want to you know do the initial research to do that correctly yeah well because look your other spots are your isn't it you know i mean your, your other your other spot <laughs> your other spot is not the traditional home which um I'll put the link to that one as well so so folks can see it. But listen, folks, Zoe is out, is out here doing some things that are, are she's writing her own chapter in the book and giving you guys some tools, giving us all tools and gems in terms of how to move forward effectively from an entrepreneur perspective. And I do believe that the, the person in particular that was asking about Airbnb hosting is, is watching live. So hopefully they will answer some questions because I see them happening right here. Uh, let me let me pivot, go back to primarily on the financial uh, planning side. 
right? And mm-hmm. and I know I, I asked best practices challenges about finance from an investing side, but talk to people about just that that day to day life and what they should should not be doing in terms of managing their 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 finances, their funds. Just one, two, or three, just just quick best practices or ideas that you can give folks for staying on top of their money. Yeah, so my number one tip, like I mentioned, is going to be understanding how much you cost and tracking your expenses. It is sounds daunting, but it will literally take 15 minutes a month to do and will change your life. That is like the number one way I was able to save and invest more than I expected every single year because I had an idea of where all my money was going before I even got paid. Um, That would be my number one tip. Number two, prepare for emergencies because they're gonna happen in anyone's life. We don't know when, but it's gonna happen. So three to six months of your cost of one month is great to have in a high yield savings account. So you don't need to keep this in a traditional savings account and basically deflate your money with the rate of inflation, but you can keep it in a high yield savings account and earn interest on that money. And I also like to encourage you because money is something we make to enjoy and not just hoard and save and invest. Think about what are you saving for? What are you investing for? You know, are you saving for that wedding that's happening in three years that you guys are planning? Are you saving for that car you want to own in five years? Make it fun for yourself because if you just, you know, hammer on yourself that I have to save this and I have to pay this, it's not going to ever work out for you. You got to pay off the debt and pay off the loans while you also enjoy and save for the fun things in life. I I love that. Thank you for for stating that, right? I mean, you you can only put so much away. Look, I, I'm a proponent of investing as well, right? More, more into your investment accounts, more into more than you spend sa- save. But my goodness, man, we don't know what's going to happen in three hours from now. I might not be here, right? I, hopefully I am. I got, I'm, I got to go to the gym, but, <laughs> but you definitely need to enjoy the fruits of your labor. We're, we, we work to enjoy, right? We, we, we work for the vacations and for the family and things like that. So I can't put 99% of it away and not expect to use it until I'm 85 years old. Oh my God. Thank you, Zoe, for, for, for stating that right there. Good. I should turn some sound <laughs> effects on here on, on, the, but I, I won't do that. Um, folks come with you, come with your questions. I, I know we, we saw a couple come through right now. Let me, let me see. This is here, here's mom coming through. Let me, let me make sure that I'm, I'm being all right. So she says, if I can stay out of restaurants, I could stay, I could save, but I love to eat and someone cook it. I, I hear you, mom. Yes, I, I know. But, you know, we, we still got to save a couple of those dollars and keep them in the purse as opposed to spending them at um, where, wherever we go on this weekend. Um, <laughs> enjoy life, though. Right. Don't don't mm-hmm. uh, don't don't um, uh, limit yourself. Those kinds of things. What is what's what's next for you? Right. In terms of opportunities and what's next in terms of services that you're offering? I mean, that's probably a loaded question because, I mean, you've got a couple of properties, you're looking at at acquiring some additional ones. You've got the activities that you're doing with the the health and and fitness organization that you're doing. So you're doing consulting Mm -hmm. on that side. You're doing financial coaching for everyone, getting getting them right and and having wealth master classes. What's next for you? Yeah, that is definitely a loaded question. Um, (laughs) We are definitely expanding some of the services we offer for especially Airbnb. So more in terms of the glamping area, um, it's a very new 
area and glamping requires a lot of different research and questions to be asked before you invest. It's not a traditional home. You have to ask the questions about zoning and permitting and land and if it's legal with the county and what you have to do to make it okay. So we are coming out with a glamping basically 101 for you guys because this is where I saw the most interest was, was people don't know how to start with glamping. They don't even know what it entails. And it can go anywhere from yurts to teepees to tents to renovated campers. There's so many ways. And you can do this for $50,000 investment versus, you know, 400, 500 plus thousand in terms of a home. So more coming about glamping Airbnbs specifically. And we are also looking to expand to a third you know we'd love to have five ten airbnb properties like anyone else would but it's cool that all of the insight and tips and tricks we give you guys we are doing ourselves so when mm. we're looking for properties and land and what to ask and if it's going to be a good investment all of these sites and tips and tricks i'm sharing we are doing ourselves so same thing we only preach what we actually do i only teach and coach what i've actually done myself so more coming about Airbnb, but honestly, it has just started. It has really blown up in the last two months or so unexpectedly. So I'm trying to catch up with all of the interest and demand people have at a realistic rate. Realistic. And so when you say realistic rates, now I was going to ask, would you ever consider bringing a, a property or owning a property here in California? Yeah, I would. The only thing is the taxes. They don't, I don't yeah. like the California taxes. <laughs> You, you pre again, preaching to the choir here, right? I I, I hear you. Yeah. So I I think that may be a possible no. Okay. Um, <laughs> Nevada's not too far. You know, I don't I don't mind driving to yep. Nevada. We can we can make something happen there too. But that that's that's pretty darn cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm more than excited for you, right? I mean, I I see what Thank you're doing, you. and and I think you're doing it the right way you you resonate with the audience and you you listen to the audience that was one of the early things that you said right so that means that you're going to continue to be successful because you're you're giving the people and your community what they want uh how can folks get in contact with you i know i'm, I'm also going to put the links to your your website your your tiktok and and your your linkedin as as well but is is there any other place that specifically that folks can get in contact with you to have a conversation yeah, I would say my website is going to be the easiest. So it's just zoeburgoff.com, like you can see. And TikTok and Instagram, it's just at zoeburgoff. If you are interested in the Airbnb world, TikTok is my suggestion if you have one because I share all Airbnb tips and tricks there. And then Instagram, you can expect the same along with some mindset and just living your authentic life tips and tricks as well. So I make it easy for you guys. It's all zoeburgoff.com or just that. Living your authentic life. That needs to go on a t-shirt. Is that a, you got a swag <laughs> store, like a merch store? You, you might need to put living your authentic life there uh, in, in the store there as well. So uh, appreciate it. So you're amazing. I I thank you for your time. Uh, where are you physically right now? You you in, you in Montana? You you Are you at the top of a mountain? Look, I, I've, I've seen you and watched what you do. Where, where are you at right now? What state are you in? Or what country yeah. are you in? Holy smokes, what country are you in? <laughs> No, we are in Colorado. We are at okay. 8,000 feet right now. So we are on top of a mountain. Um, but we will be traveling in the next 48 hours. So we don't stay put too often. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> well, 
Travel safe. Enjoy. Look, thank you again for the time. I will make sure that everyone has the links to your contact information so they can take advantage of the Wealth Masterclass so they can take advantage of the Airbnb coaching, host coaching that, that mm-hmm. you're providing because that that really is a f- phenomenal means of the, the side hustle of maybe turning that into your, your primary means of income as well. And the way that you're doing it, you're doing it the right way. And the, the social accounts. I haven't figured out TikTok. Look, I'm on TikTok, but I I don't get the right stuff when I look at it. We we can talk about that later. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Maybe I need someone to help me out with the algorithm. I, I work in technology and I don't know. So I'll close with this, with a technology question. What is your go-to piece of technology? Mm, my go-to, I would say don't right say your, now. Don't say your phone. Don't say your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to not say my phone and I'm going to say I definitely think people underestimate the power of what a simple laptop can do for your life and the opportunities it can create. And I wish I wasn't as glued to my computer as I am, but it's created more opportunities than I ever thought possible. So if you see someone sitting behind a computer all day, they're up to something. Hustling out there. Don't knock it. Ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. Zoe Berghoff is in the building. I appreciate you. Safe travels, my friend. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Late.